And we're back with episode 11 of Dog Football Weekly. It's your host, Reed, with your co-host, Russ. And our guest, guest today, folks, we have a very special guest, legendary radio host, Mr. Bill King. Mr. Bill, how are we doing today? Hey, guys. Good to be with you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's just jump right into it. Mr. Bill, Um, obviously, some big Georgia news came out yesterday with the Stetson Bennett arrest. What's your take on that? Well, you certainly don't want that to happen, but I can list a million other items that I could claim were way worse than that. Use poor judgment. Yes, sir. I think he's earned the right to go out and celebrate. I think he's earned plenty of that, but you have to be more responsible. And I really think this is a learning lesson. I don't think this is any kind of pattern. And uh, I think he'll be able to move on well. Now, he's such a big name because of what he's done and his story, which is legendary, as we know. So he's going to catch a lot of heat from the haters, but yes, that's sir. just part of being popular. That's part of it, and he'll probably never live that down now. He's, he's lucky to have to go back into SEC stadiums. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I think it's, it's kind of being blown out of proportion. He's of age to drink. And he didn't get behind the wheel, and I think that's the main thing. True. Yes, yeah, sir. that is important. And a lot of times that doesn't happen. Now, 6 a.m., they, they tell us, right, that after midnight, nothing yes, really sir. good happens. Yes, so sir. That's what my dad he's says. Push, he's pushing his limits there. I mean, he's a few minutes away from sunup, right? Yes, but sir. Nonetheless, I, I'm not going to, other than – Bad mistake, but look, we're all human, and uh, I think you'll be able to move on well. Yes, sir. I hope the main thing that I'd be worried about if I was him was how does this affect his draft stock? I don't think it'll affect it too bad. What do you think about that? I don't think so. If if somebody brings up, whether it's a person from an NFL organization or a media member, that that hurt his draft stock. That's just an excuse. Yes, sir. His problem is is he's got limited ability. Yes, sir. On that level, he's, whether it's the measurables, whether it's the arm strength, whether it's being able to hold up on that level. Now he's never been that injury prone, but he's he's small, you know. And short quarterbacks, some of them, Russell Wilson weighs two twenty. Yes, sir. Ky- Kyler Murray's five ten, weighs two eighteen. This kid. I don't know that he weighs 180. That's a problem. So his issue, I don't think, will be this at all. Somebody brings it up, it's just an excuse. Yes, sir. But his issue would be limited ability. Yes, sir. Well, I have another question for you. Obviously, the dogs just three-peated this past season. Um, Or two-peated. They went back-to-back. I'm sorry. But for a three-peat to happen, I have some keys. I just want to hear your take on this. Um, my three keys to a Georgia repeat, I think you have to keep one of your coordinators, whether it's Glenn Schumann or Todd Modkin, and I'd obviously prefer Todd Modkin. Um, I think Brock Bowers needs to have a Heisman-type season, and I think Georgia's quarterback, whoever it is under center, needs to elevate their play down the stretch, and I think they need to have – they don't have to be Stetson Bennett, but they just have to play at the highest level of their ability which really I think in that offense is possible for any of these guys. The one thing Kirby has done is he's built this program where you cannot pigeonhole one area and say that's going to cost you. They're well-balanced. They've got talent. They're well-coached. 
they do have a quarterback who could make plays, but I don't know that you would call them quarterback-centric. Yes, sir. And they did not depend on one particular play or player. Now, obviously, number 18 is a fantastic talent, and you're right, he needs a big year. There's nobody on their schedule that we know about, meaning the 12 teams that we know about. We don't know who they play after that. It's going to be within double digits of them, at least by the prognosticators. Now, we know that might not matter at times, but they're going to be a significant favorite against everybody. And the only way they're going to lose a game next year, regular season, is if it's just one of those days where finally you're just flat and somebody catches you. That's the yes, only sir. way it's going to happen. Tennessee's not ready. Tennessee's ready to maybe win nine, ten games again. But yes, they've sir. got a lot of distance to make up in depth of a roster. And they got to go to Auburn. Auburn's not ready. Yes, sir. I just don't know where they're going to lose. And again, you can have what if what if they play a game like they did at Missouri this time though, they just can't they can't oh, no. muscle it out. You know that 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 could happen. That's the only way they lose a regular season game. Yes, sir. Well, I think the benefit of this year's schedule is there's no Clemson, there's no Oregon. I mean, they start out, isn't it? Four straight FCS opponents off the get. Yeah. I mean, they're they're looking at. Right. They have they have time to figure this out. Even if say you start Carson back and he's not your guy, you have weeks to figure that out. And really, it doesn't matter who's under center till we get down the stretch of Lord of Mizzou, Ole Miss, Tennessee. Those four weeks in a row, that's when you're going to need your quarterback to step up. Here's an item about Georgia. Georgia roster. Their roster is so well built all the way through the, these classes that let's just say, and this is not a prediction, but let's just say in the beginning, you're not sure Carson Beck is holding on to that job firmly enough. And you're rotating your other Johnny Five Stars, or you're trying to give them reps to figure out who's going to rise up and take this. The good thing is you don't have to lose a game to find that out. A lot of times you have to pay the price on the scoreboard, right? As you're sifting through a quarterback situation, you lose a game or two because of this. They don't have to do that. They have that luxury. Yes, sir. You anything, Russ? Nah, not right now. I have a question. Who do you think will start under center for the dogs in 2023? Well, I think it'll be Carson Beck to begin with. Yes, sir. You, you, you play it off in the spring like it's too tight because you don't want anybody to leave you. Yes, sir. Now, once you make a decision, you're losing somebody. Yes, sir. Right? I mean, you cannot coexist in that room, all being told since you've been a baby, metaphor, that that how you're you're a super stud quarterback. You, you, you want that ball, and quarterbacks have to have egos, and there's only one ball. Not everybody gets to shoot the basketball, right? Only yes, one sir. quarterback. So you're probably going to play it off in the spring like, and even if you know Carson Beck's a starter, you're not going to announce it. And you're going to take it into August, and you're going to milk that thing out. Name him, I'm, I'm guessing. Trot him out there and see if he holds up. I mean, not to be critical, but this is a staff. This is a head coach that trotted out Dewan Mathis, yes, sir. who was, ter- was terrible, right? Now, I'm not saying – I think Carson Beck's a good player. But I'm just saying, if you're willing to do that, I don't see them doing something – real sexy at quarterback with a young hot shot, at least immediately. Yes, sir. I think I think Carson Beck's going to take the first snap of the year, but I think he'll have 
I mean, it's not just his job and there's nobody challenging him. I think if he struggles, even in games that they win, if he struggles, I think they'll be quick to pull his leash and throw in Vandergriff or Gunnar Stockton. I think Gunnar Stockton's a great high school player. He's a great high school player. I think he's got the intangibles of a guy like Stetson. Or or have, and he hadn't committed yet, yes, Dylan sir. Rayola reclassify and trot him out there. How about that? That would be something. <laughs> oh, I wish he would. <clears throat> well, I have – obviously the season's a ways away, but my 2023 Heisman finalists, I have Brock Bowers, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr. What do you think about that? Oh, good. The only way number 18 wins it is those quarterbacks. It's 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 basically a quarterback yes, sir. award. Now, Smitty won it a couple of years ago, but it's basically a quarterback award. The only way number 18 wins it is those quarterbacks are going to have to have down. Yes, sir. They're not going to award it to a tight end. And he may be deserving, yes, sir. but they're not going to give it. I mean, they didn't give it to Kyle Pitts a couple of years ago, who was as good a tight end and athlete as you were going to see, right? Yes, sir. And, and obviously Michael Mayer, who's going to be somewhere in the top 10, top 15, probably in the draft. It, it's tough for a tight end. Now, that won't affect what the NFL thinks about him, but he I don't know what would have to happen. Now, he already does things that tight ends don't do, like catch the ball on reverses, plays a receiver position, plays tight end. So he's multi-talented. He's, he's a guy probably would be worthy, but that's just – I had a vote for years, and I gave it up. I got tired of it, but I know how that – group of votes and you would need a miracle for that to happen mr king where do you see uh brock bowers going in the draft well you never know but if you're just ranking talent because we don't know what the order is going to be his year but he's top 10 i mean if you just want to be conservative he's got to be in the top 10 the only way he would not be is if he had a down year or let's say somewhere in there he has an acl that's concerning. That would be the only reason. I don't see him having a down year. A lot of times, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but you'll have a freshman play well, and yes, then they sir. have a sophomore slump. It happens all the time. The assumption is, if you play this well as a freshman, well, you're a year older, you have to play even better. It's not the case. Yes, sir. It's not always the case. That kid didn't miss a beat. I mean, he, matter of fact, he took it to another level. He went from... So I'm assuming he'll continue to do that. I think... I, I judge him kind of on the same scale of Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, I guess it was three seasons ago now. He had, yeah. um, you know, he had a legendary season at Florida, and then he went number four to the Falcons. I could see him. It obviously depends on the order of teams and what every team needs at the time, but I could see him going at pick number four or five, but I could also see him going like nine, ten, eight, nine, ten. It just depends. It depends on the roster, and again, we don't know the order. And uh, now there is a rule that you take the best player. You don't always choose position. You take the best player. But look, if you've got two tight ends, you like, yes, sir. You, you've got to go get your your need there, and that's what we don't know. But if you're saying he could go as high as number four, I wouldn't argue with that. Yes, sir. Well, I think he may be. Obviously, I think next year's class is you're going to have Caleb Williams, Drake May. Marvin Harrison, but I think he's going to be – honestly, I think my finalists could go one, two, three, four with Williams at one, well, May at two. 
it's, it's got to be a quarterback at a place where the coach lets you completely stuff the stat sheet, right? Yes, sir. It, it, it can't be a conservative offense. The quarterback has to stuff the stat sheet. It also has to be a quarterback who's flirting with double-digit wins. They yes, just sir. won't let you do things like they used to many, many decades ago where you could have a mediocre to bad record. Back in the 50s, they let Paul Horning win it, and they went 2-8. and eight. Notre yes, Dame sir. did. Obviously, that'll never happen again. It hasn't happened since. But it's got to be a quarterback. Lincoln Riley's always going to have a quarterback, right, yes, that's sir. going to do that, whether it's at Oklahoma or now Southern Cal. Josh Heupel's going to have this. Yes, sir. And this Nico Iamalea, uh, excuse me, um, will be able to do that. Now, I don't know if he'll win it or not, but he yes, will sir. have that opportunity on the statute whenever he gets that job. You have to look at coaches, too, when you're thinking about the Heisman. Which coaches have quarterbacks that they let be a superstar? Not everybody does that. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's, um, it's going to be interesting to see next season how it all plays out. Mr. King, one more question for you. Obviously, I think Georgia's going to win the East again. Who do you think faces them in the West? Oh, I think LSU's a problem, and Alabama's a problem. I think those are your top two. LSU had a very depleted roster this year, and they got the double-digit wins. And the quarterback who really improved, Jaden Daniels, is back. Now their roster is up to around 70-something. Yes, Scholarship players. They were way below 85. They, they were like, down in the 50s they like or something. They They've had another fantastic transfer portal year and a really good recruiting year. They're going to be a problem, and obviously Alabama's going to be a problem. Now, they've got a transition to quarterback, and it should be Ty Simpson. Jalen Milrow is probably – they're going to act like he's going to win it. That would be a mistake. Yes, Ty sir. Simpson is the better quarterback and couldn't be a very good quarterback. But they're transitioning. And they got to get better in a lot of areas. Now they're having a unbelievable recruiting class. Yes, sir. But that's not new. That's not new at Alabama. They and they they still have to go get coordinators. We don't know who they are yet. Don't think it's Jeremy Pruitt on defense, but they still got to go get a defense and offensive coordinator before they get into the spring. And and they're taking their time with that. But those two are your problems, I think. I have a question about um that defensive coordinator job. Do you think Glenn Schumann from Georgia? Do you think he's going to be? Because I personally don't think Glenn Schumann's going to leave to go from coordinator to coordinator. I think he'd go coordinator to head coach, though. Probably right. Young guy, 32, yes, obviously spent time there, knows the Alabama item very, very well. But, yeah, I mean, he's already making a name for himself where he's at. He's already being mentioned. I think he's probably – bare minimum two, three years, maybe one year, but a couple, two, three years from getting that head job. And now maybe, look, if you took the Alabama job, and let's face it, the defense, which is pretty good, isn't as good as it should be. Yes, if you went over there and you saved the day, maybe that moves you up faster. But I think there's more comfort at Georgia. The situation's now better at Georgia. And I would, I'm like you now, I'm, I can't speak for him, but I would stick it out if I'm him. He's, he's young. He doesn't need to get worried about the future. He's not on a time clock. He's way ahead of schedule yes, in sir. his, uh, you know, coaching ascension. So I think he's better off. He's getting paid handsomely. No worries. Young yes, guy. I, I don't move. Yes, sir. I think it's going to take uh, really a, a head coaching job to move him. And then Mod can, I think it's the NFL. 
because he's the highest paid coordinator in America at the college level. And I think the NFL, he's the one that you've seen is he's the rumor's been hot, the rumor's been cold, today it's hot, Friday it was cold. You just I don't know. I think they'll be fine, and I think Kirby will do a good job replacing him once he leaves. I don't think it's a question of if anymore, but I'd rather it be later than sooner. I'm like you. My hunch would be he's not going anywhere, and you're correct. Be no point to go take another college job. You're better off where you're at. There's there's no better spot for him to go. Getting paid handsomely, as you mentioned. But, yeah, he's going to be gone. I'd be shocked. Let me put it this way. I'd be shocked if a year from now he's still there. Yes, sir. Well, thank you for joining us today, Mr. King. It was a pleasure. Thank you for um, thank you for joining us. That's going to be it now, for tell, today's episode. Tell me your story really quick. You guys go to what school? Westfield High School. Which is where? Uh, Perry, Georgia. Perry, Georgia. Okay. Yes, sir. And sir. you're both sophomores? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Well, thank you for joining us, Mr. King. We hope you have a good day. Okay. Have a good day, guys. Yes, sir. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode of Dog Football Weekly. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back. What day do you think we'll be back, Russ? Um, it'll probably be next week, but Who knows? maybe late this we'll week. We'll keep you all posted.